listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. As Jesus was setting out on a journey, a man ran up, knelt down before him, and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus answered him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not kill. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. You shall not defraud. Honor your father and your mother. He replied and said to him, Teacher, all of these I have observed from my youth. Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, You are lacking in one thing. Go, sell what you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. At that statement, his face fell, and he went away sad, for he had many possessions. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how hard it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were amazed at his words. So Jesus again said to them in reply, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. They were exceedingly astonished and said among themselves, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, For men it is impossible, but not for God. All things are possible for God. The Gospel of the Lord. My brothers and sisters, may the Lord give you his peace. Tomorrow is traditionally known as Carnival or Fat Tuesday or Shrove Tuesday, okay? And uh, yesterday was Fat Sunday. <laughs> Today is Fat Monday, okay? Got to get ready, right, for Lent. And there's a big, beautiful question that many people ask themselves at this time. What am I going to do for Lent? You know, what, what am I going to give up? What am I going to, et cetera, et cetera. And we have this uh, challenging reading. People ask the question, what would have happened if this rich young man would have answered the call that Jesus gave him? And... Um, it seems like the historical answer is St. Francis. St. Francis was a rich young man who had a very similar experience and he did give everything away, gave it to the poor to follow Jesus. And uh, so uh, really wonderful, the saints are just wonderful examples for us. And um, there's a, an important distinction I would like to make that's happening here. And um, it's something I really didn't know about until I became a friar. And then when you're in the monastery, you got um, formation classes, Brother Pius one, teaching formation classes of the brothers. So um, in the gospel, there is a difference between the commandments and counsels. Commandments versus counsels. So commandments are commandments. <laughs> They're not suggestions. They're not, you know, it's like, it's those moments when God is telling us, do this, <laughs> or in, in sometimes, don't do that, you know, commandments. It's a command and the commands are binding. They are obligatory. They are not optional. The commandments and um, 
Jesus did not do away with the commandments. <laughs> he, he obviously references some of the Ten Commandments here with his conversation. And the commandments are part of divine revelation, something that God himself has revealed, and no one has the authority to, to do away with those. Okay, they're the commandments, the Ten Commandments. We have a little shrine to the Ten Commandments in the hallway over here. Um, you may see those around. And so um, let's remember, so the commandments are not to be seen as something negative or, you know, um, what's the word? Um, Debbie Downer, or, you know, <laughs> Danny Downer, you know, like, oh, the commandments. Oh, no, it's, it's really a map. It's really a blueprint from God on how to live a, a full, beautiful human life as God intended, you know? So they're, they're um, kind of like guideposts, you know? And they're, they're life-giving and they're... Um, so yeah, so the commandments, what a gift to receive guidance from God. Now, the distinction from a commandment is something else called a counsel. So a counsel is not something that you're being commanded. The counsel is not something that Jesus is saying, every single person has to do this. A counsel is advice from the Lord for those who want to do more than the minimum, for those who want to have a closer relationship with God. And that's what, you know, the rich young man was like that. He was a good young man. He had kept the commandments. He was pious. He was devout. He said his prayers. And yet Jesus, as a master spiritual director, reading his soul, knowing his heart, knew there were these attachments, you know, and so he went there. I would love to see the, the rich young man, like his mind, when he was thinking like, oh, don't go there, don't go there, you know. So the councils are an invitation to go beyond what's the minimum. You know, not just, you know, tell me what I have to do, okay? No, the, the councils, are there to um, invite us to go deeper, to go deeper, to have a closer relationship with the Lord. And uh, so often the councils challenge us. It's not just a matter of avoiding sin. Yes, we have to avoid sin, we gotta try. But there's even more to living this life than just avoiding sin. You know, it's the life of grace, it's the life of virtue. And um, it's, it's about doing more than the minimum, but really wanting to give Jesus everything. You know, Lord, I want you to have everything. And so often the councils challenge us. The, uh, the challenges can be very difficult. Um, I had a memory this morning when I was praying over this I'd like to share with you, um, help us to understand a little bit. And this is really gonna help us to enter into Lent with a certain mindset. Um, I'll remember being a young man in Indiana where I grew up. If you know anything about Indiana, you know basketball is like religion. Okay, Bassa, right, uh, Tom, he knows, he's a fellow Hoosier, okay. Um, and as a young man, I was tall for my age, so I just love basketball. And I'll never forget, seventh grade, I'm on the basketball team with the guy who's now the head coach for Purdue, and we, got, we were getting clobbered. We were just, this team that we were playing was so much better than us, and it was just horrible. And, you know, when you're a kid and you're really into it, you know, I just remember feeling just this horrible feeling of like, oh, we are getting, you know, I don't remember the score, but it was embarrassing. Like, we were not doing well. So we come down to halftime, and halftime's in the locker room. That's an important time and place, okay? So there we are, seventh grade. We just kind of like 
shuffled into the, the locker room because we were so upset. We were getting you know, beaten so badly. And I'll never forget the speech that our coach gave us. You know, he, he challenged us in that locker room at halftime. He said, do not pick up your heads. Do not feel sad. This is really good. And I remember we did not expect that. And I remember looking at the coach with this like, what are you saying, you know? And then he shared with us that the only way to get better is to play people who are better than you. So we're learning here. This team is better than us and we're getting beat, but this is good. We are gonna get better because of this experience. And it, boy, it changed the mindset, you know? Um, and, and it reminds me of uh, a second little story. Uh, one of our priests does these little videos on YouTube on Ascension Presents, Father Mark Mary, and he once gave a little video talking about how we all go through life trying to avoid our weaknesses and we always gravitate towards our strengths. And then he tells a funny story about being a friar in formation and how so many things he was good at, he had to like let go of. And so many things that he was not good at, he was challenged to go there. And in his example, it was singing. So we take turns praying and doing the prayers and you have to sing. And for some guys, it's, you know, it's a penance not just for him, but it's a penance for everyone else too, <laughs> okay? But the same idea. You know, so Lent has a little of that. Let, it, let us not be afraid to go there. The Holy Spirit would inspire us as we prepare to enter into the sacred season of Lent, of um, what are we going to do? What practices are we going to choose this year? That uh, we would allow the Holy Spirit to guide us and not to be afraid to do something that really has contact with your weaknesses. Um, another way I could put it is, if you have the practice of going to holy confession, which I hope we do, that sometimes the things that you confess in the confessional would be good things to help you think about, what can I do in Lent that's connected to the things I'm struggling with? And uh, so, uh, like St. Francis and like so many other saints, we want, to offer, we want to answer the counsels of the Lord to be more poor, more chaste, more obedient, and more conformed to Christ. And uh, whatever we do in our spiritual lives needs to have that focus. And uh, let's pray for one another. Amen. You've been listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, The Renewal. Please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans. Thank you.